I'm from Canada, where you'll probably need a sweater. But there's sleds and skis and really big trees. It's like Narnia, but better. You've been told that Canada's cold, but it only snows till May. Hi, I'm from Canada. Ayy. Hi from Canada, everyone. It's me, Victoria, and today I'm here with Ben. Hi, Ben. Hi, Victoria. Hi from Canada, everybody. Yeah, this is Ben. Hey, welcome back. Yay. And today we are again challenging Ben on some IELTS speaking questions. Ben, are you ready for that? I am looking forward to it. I hope the topic is not too difficult. So today we are going to talk about sport. The first question, do you enjoy playing any games? Ah, okay. Now that's a very interesting question because you asked about games rather than sports. Because of course, you know, a game is like, you know, it can be all kinds of different activities. I mean, you know, you could be uh, playing like a video game or something and, and that's a game or a board game or a card game. And these are maybe not necessarily sports. And, you know, so sport, like sports to me, I think, you know, I, I think of um, like uh, basketball, I think of hockey, I think of, um, you know, soccer, otherwise known as football in, in various places, of course. In my life, I, I've never gotten... Uh, too deeply involved in sports. I mean, other people are on like sports teams, like they're on hockey teams or they're doing, you know, like soccer stuff in their free time. You know, I, I was a little bit less sporty that way. But um, at least when it, got, when it came to like team sports, but then games, on the other hand, uh, of, of all kinds, you know, sort of uh, physically active ones, as well as, you know, other kinds, um, I have maybe more experience with. So the, the original question was, I think, what do I think about games? I, I'm in favor of games. I like games. I think positively about games. All right. And do you enjoy watching sports? Playing a sport is very different from watching a sport. And indeed, some sports I do like watching, in particular, baseball which uh, which might be an uncommon point of view you know lots of people do not like watching baseball because it's extremely slow you've got maybe like you know five hours where you're sitting there and not a lot of that time is spent with actual action happening like on the field a lot of it is just sitting and waiting you know for stuff but you know it, you have to go with the right group of people because you're really just sitting there and, and talking you know the sport itself is just kind of an excuse to go to you know, the place and, and hang out with your friends and sit and talk and stuff, which I think is very interesting. Oh, actually, there is one other thing I should mention. Do you remember two or three years ago when the Toronto Raptors, the basketball team were doing extremely well? That was a very exciting summer. I became, you know, a, a, a lifelong Raptors fan for like three weeks. It was it was great. Uh, and <laughs> everybody else, I think, uh, was the same way. Everyone loved watching those games because everybody else was also very excited about it. It was uh, really cool. Yeah, I'm a bit of a weirdo. I <laughs> watching baseball is fun <laughs> wow so and here comes uh, my next question um what games are popular in canada Okay, people do identify, you know, uh, Canada with hockey as a, as a particular sport, of course. Um, but as I say, other other sports are also very popular here. Um, you know, a baseball, uh, basketball, as I've mentioned, soccer and so on. Oh, lacrosse is, people say, like another iconic Canadian sport. But I should say I've never seen a, a lacrosse game. I don't know if many other people really have either. Lacrosse, not super popular, even though it's um, uh, considered a sort of iconic Canadian sport uh, or game, I guess. And then also uh, ping pong, actually. 
uh, ping pong, tennis, uh, like uh, a badminton, you know, these are very popular for people too, uh, because the kind of thing you can set up like in, in your backyard, you know, there are lots of public tennis courts around here uh, where people go and, and they play tennis just to get some daily exercise. Um, so that I'd say is, is, is popular too. And then uh, other kinds of games, board games, card games, and so on. Um, there are lots of those that are popular, but uh, when it comes to sports, those are the ones that come to mind. Yeah, and uh, by the way, do you think grown-ups should play games? like sport games? Yes. Oh, goodness. Yes. You know, there are lots of benefits there. I think very enjoyable. I think this is a way for people to bond with their friends. Um, and this is the case, you know, for the players of the game, but also I think for, for many people watching, you know, for a lot of people, it's it's not even really about the, the game it, itself, but but about the sense of community. You know, the fact that you've got uh, all these other people to um, uh, uh, care about the same thing you care about. You know, this is, uh, it seems to me, very healthy for people. And And, uh, and quite fun also. Um, and so I'd, I'd say, yeah, for sure. Adults, grownups, yes. If I, if I had the choice, I'd say, yes, they should stay involved with games and sports. I have two more questions for part one. My next question is, what, according to you, is the importance of mental games? As you know, I am a trainer for a consulting company. And so part of my job is to prepare people uh, and teach them some kind of complicated technical things. And I try to bring in as many kind of mind games as possible, right? Ways for, uh, you know, my, my trainees to think about like the content, think about the material um, in kind of different ways. And so as a sort of learning tool, mental games, extremely, extremely helpful, right? There's really, in my view anyway, almost no better way to learn. You know, if you can play a game and really kind of get to know how it works and how to win and so on, and if the game is designed well, like, you know, the content of the game will uh, stay with you for quite a while. You'll have a mastery over it, which you simply wouldn't if, if all you did was listen to say a lecture or something or, or or just you know read from a textbook and so that that active learning component I think very important and of course this is what I think of first because this is my job <laughs> you know I, I do a lot of like you know designing of, of games and such for like you know uh, learning purposes but you know beyond that uh, there are all manner of um, kind of mental games uh, in addition to the the physical games that people are, are, are familiar with I'm thinking you know you've got the classic sort of uh, tabletop games like chess and checkers and and so on. Uh, but people also um, like, uh, as we've mentioned, you know, card games and board games and such. These are also great ways to uh, to make friends and to uh, have some fun, as well as uh, stay kind of creative and uh, and mentally sharp. You know, they are yeah very enjoyable and, and important. I think uh, for those reasons. Yeah. So great. And my last question for part one is: What do children learn from games? That's a very good question, also because you know, depending on who you ask, a really ch children learn everything from games you know there's a way there, there's a, a sense in which kind of everything is is some kind of game you know particularly to, to younger people who maybe don't see you know the activities they're doing the places they're going the people they're meeting as uh you know super serious business right but rather uh, as something kind of new to engage with right and they can sort of take on a, a game like quality you know young people i suspect not that i'm you know an expert really on this i'm sure learn quite a lot from games you know in games they interact with other people they get a sense of what other people are like get a sense of what they are themselves like and and learn about the world that way plus you know i mean they're fun games are fun people like games i like games they're great We are switching to part two. In part two, in IELTS uh, test, you are supposed to see the card with the question and you are to describe something. Usually uh, it is uh, to give a talk for about two, 
three maximum minutes and we are going to do the same i am showing you now the um, card our listeners of course cannot see that card but you do and the only thing our listeners uh, will do they will hear your answer so now ben you see here the card for while speaking question part two could you please read it for our listeners Okay, perfect. The card says, uh, describe a game or sport you enjoy playing. You should say what kind of game or sport it is, who you play it with, where you play it, and also explain uh, why you enjoy playing it. Yeah, perfect. So, and usually the um, IELTS candidates, they are given one minute to think. I guess you don't need it. Am I right? Uh, okay, I, I could use a few seconds maybe to think. Oh, maybe not. No, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's dive right in. Okay, let's go. Let's just do it. And now here comes the surprise. I'll switch off the card. So part of the game here is I have to remember what the card says. Okay, I have to make sure to hit all the points. Okay, so let's go. I'm thinking about um, a sport. I don't do it all that often about the weather is warmer maybe i might do it a little bit more frequently sometimes it takes place well i guess it sometimes it takes place indoors but mainly it's an outdoor thing in fact a lot of the time this kind of sport is associated uh, with beaches and with summer it does involve a net people often play with their friends i suppose because it is uh, frequently a, a team game but like one team versus another but you know in in the movies it looks like you, you just get a bunch of strangers really to play this game and, and they do it too a lot of this game has to do with um bouncing a ball around kind of not letting it hit hit the ground but also pushing it across the net so that it then is up to the other team to keep hitting this ball not let it touch the ground and you do this as many times as you can until you finally get this ball on the ground on the other team's side of the net. And this is how you get points, I guess, and how you win. Why I enjoy playing this? Um, as I say, I, I don't actually play it often, but I, I would I would very much like to this summer because it's the kind of thing that really you can only appreciate for um, uh, a short amount of time during the year. And that's what makes it kind of kind of special. Shall I say more? I guess, maybe a bit. I feel like our audience may be able to guess the game now. The IELTS exam, it is not supposed to be a riddle and the examiner isn't supposed to guess what you're talking about, but I guess you are talking about volleyball. Yes, yes, I was talking about beach volleyball, like volleyball on a beach. That's what came to mind. Wow, that sounds great. Was I supposed to mention volleyball there? Or? Yes, sure. You mentioned the thing. You're, yeah, you don't keep it in secret, but that's the fun part. So now, our dear listeners, you know what happens to and sometimes native speakers when they are supposed to give an answer for an oil speaking question. But still, it's interesting. Uh, how popular is this game in your country? That's a very good question. Beach volleyball, I imagine, is not really that popular because it's, you know, the, the conditions have to really be favorable to play this game. Like you have to have like, you know, a sandy area. You have to have a clear weather and, and warmth. And it has to be, you know, during summer, it, it doesn't really make sense to play this game, you know, participate in this sport in the fall or the winter and so uh in, in canada this this doesn't the, the chance doesn't come up super often now we are switching to part three and here i'm going to ask you some just follow-up questions um in real ielts exam the examiner doesn't even mention that we are switching to part three so it's usually just a discussion and we just keep talking about the thing 
you've talked about in part two. So what do you think, Ben, are the benefits of playing sport? I think we've touched on these ideas and I think, you know, the physical activity is very helpful for people. You know, I certainly appreciate that too. I like the fact that a lot of sports are uh, in a sort of team environment, or at least generally you play like with somebody else. And so there's um, a kind of social, you know, component as well. Um, and then, you know, in regard to, um, as you asked a, a moment ago, you know, uh, mental games, um, there's some creativity involved, you know, you could have, you know, some fun with, uh, uh, with, with, with that too, you know, a lot of games, you know, are actually like language games, right? I'm thinking uh, Scrabble, or there's a game called Boggle, which, which I happen to like quite a lot also, you know, these are uh, games where you can play around with language, with words, with, with letters, and that is quite a lot of fun and can be very helpful also. For people so the, the benefits just go on and on yeah and how can sports bring people from different countries closer together when people no matter where they're from in the world are fans of a similar sport they automatically have something very kind of powerful very real and often very emotional in common with each other you know i'm thinking of something uh like like fifa where football is is appreciated you know kind of no matter where you are in the world this can uh bring people you know together from uh you know uh, countries uh, you know, all the way across the planet from each other gives people yeah something very powerful in in common because they care about the same things and why are some international sports more popular than others so you know what this question makes you think of it makes you think of um football but not like normal football like american football with like the touchdowns and the whatever you call them the quarterbacks and what have you and I don't know, everything, you get seven points for everything. I'm not sure exactly how the game works, but, um, you know, something like that, very regional, I think. It's popular in the United States. It's popular in Canada as well. And that's kind of it, I think. Like, nowhere else really is interested in, in this. How how did this happen? I'm sure there are some interesting, like, historical reasons why that's the case. But, you know, I know that in, in the States and in Canada, too, um, today, there's all this... Um, Like there are these huge events, like there's the Super Bowl and, you know, similar things where you get like, you know, famous uh, people taking part and it becomes like a, a tradition in itself, you know, no matter how it starts, like this is the case now, right? Like it's a huge event, you do it every year, you know, this, the event itself becomes important for people. And I think over time, this sort of gets uh, kind of baked in where, you know, in, in one place you'll have you know, uh, these people investing a lot into this kind of event and everybody kind of falls in love with it. But that same investment or, the, you know, that same, uh, those same events are maybe not happening elsewhere. They instead do different things and get and fall in love with different things. And this is maybe uh, how we see over time such, um, such diversity. Well, and this is the end of your task. Victoria, did I pass? Yes, you did. You cannot not pass. You cannot like fail IELTS, actually. And the idea is that you get the score you want to get and you need uh, or not. Sometimes not, sometimes yes. And we are always happy to talk about uh, the success uh, that IELTS can uh, bring you further. So I mean, whenever people pass IELTS, they are ready to move forward and, for example, to come to Canada. And I am really excited to announce that uh, this uh, part, uh, IELTS speaking part, is called Chapter 1. Uh, this is where we challenge a native speaker answering some IELTS speaking questions. But Chapter 2 is coming out soon and that would be exciting because it will be a success story from IELTS to Canada. And we are going to hear how a person passed IELTS and came to Canada. 
So, Ben, getting back to sport, is there something particular you do like doing in summer? You know what? I am looking forward to doing some tennis. There's a lot of like public tennis courts around here. I don't have a racket, but a friend of mine said he'd loan me his racket and we've got plans to do to do some tennis. My dad played a lot of tennis, but I never really got, got that involved. So looking forward to having some fun in the sun. As for me, I do enjoy uh, some sports, which I encountered only here in Canada. That's kayaking and paddleboarding. That's fantastic. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So, for example, last week uh, was when I first experienced going paddleboarding. And that was really exciting. Ontario now in July is really warm. I mean, the lake. And uh, it's exciting how many people in Toronto and in Great Toronto enjoy this kind of activity and how many people do it. So have you ever tried it? I uh, have uh, a few friends who have uh, access to, to a lake up north. And they actually, uh, one friend of mine actually owns a couple kayaks. Um, we kayak every summer. And um, in fact, I was um, on vacation uh, Uh, down south, actually, in the States, in California, you know, about a month ago, and um, I kayaked there too. And that was super enjoyable. Oh, kayaking is so much fun. It's it's not only the physical activity, like it's very satisfying once you actually sort of get your kayak going, like it's physically a very satisfying thing to do. Uh, but also the places where people kayak, right? The kayak, you know, in uh, rivers, uh, on lakes that are really quite gorgeous. Um, when the weather is nice, and the scenery is nice, and you're doing something physical and fun. I mean, there's really nothing better. I love kayaking. I'm really happy that you do too we should kayak together sometime find a lake somewhere yeah definitely and uh, luckily we do live by the lake and there's lots of options uh, to do that so and here was our sport discussion for IELTS speaking uh, i guess our listeners enjoyed listening So, and our listeners can join our social media where we do share vocabulary, IELTS tips, and what's not. So, come and see, come and join us. And don't forget to leave a comment uh, or a review or give us five stars on Apple Podcast. We would really appreciate that. So, and that's it for our today's discussion. Thank you, Ben. Thank you for your answers. Thank you very much also. And thank you to everybody who's listening. Great. And hi from Canada. Well, right now I'm going to say goodbye from Canada for now. We'll say hi from Canada soon for the next time you tune in. Hi, I'm from Canada, the place that looks like a Christmas card. And you'll probably think there's a hockey rink in each Canadian backyard. You'd be right. But there's Mounties here and poutine and beer. If you come, you'll want to stay. So please come visit Canada, pristine, exquisite Canada. Hi, I'm from Canada. Ayy.